Welcome to episode 11 of Informed Aging, a podcast about health, help, and hard decisions for older adults. I'm Robin Roundtree. I work for Senior Helpers, a company providing in-home care in Central Florida. In addition to working in the industry, I've spent six years as a family caregiver. With me is my co-host, Edith Gendron. She's the Chief of Operations for the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center, a Positive Approach to Care certified trainer and consultant, and a former family caregiver. Now, the thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to us, not our wonderful employers and sponsors. If you want to get mad, direct it at us and not them. And then before making any significant changes in you or your person's life, please consult your own experts. Today, we're going to talk about prevention. Dementia-related diseases such as Alzheimer's are very, very scary. Can you prevent them? Well, it looks like the answer is yes. Our fabulous Edith is going to take us through all the steps of what we need to know right after this message. For over 37 years, the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center, ADRC, has served as a Central Florida-based grassroots nonprofit and community resource center. They are dedicated to providing support and hope for families and individuals caring for someone they love who is living with Alzheimer's disease or other dementia-related illnesses. ADRC empowers caregivers with the knowledge, support, skills, and strategies they need to help them confidently prepare for the challenges that lie ahead. To learn more, visit the website adrccares.org. And we're back. Edith, my co-host, this is a topic that you are passionate about. Prevention of Alzheimer's and dementia-related illnesses. And it turns out there are ways we can prevent them? All the evidence is pointing that way, yes. That's amazing. It is. It is. Because we think of them as um, beyond our control, don't we? Mm -hmm. Uh, We do know, uh, based on other chronic illnesses like cardiology, cardiac illnesses, that lifestyle changes, and Dean Ornish taught us that, make a difference. Mm. The same holds true for Alzheimer's disease. Lifestyle changes can make a real difference. And here's the important part to hang on tight to. Even if you know that you have the gene, so to speak, to um, turn on or inherit Alzheimer's disease, you can still have effective ways to reduce the risk of that happening. That's awesome. It is. Okay, that's some good news. So I'm going to get on my my soapbox for one second here and say these are changes we should make if we're healthy brain-wise or maybe early signs of dementia, or is that too late? No, yes to both. Now, you can't prevent what has started, but you can mitigate the severity of symptoms. You can live a more full voyage, a more full journey, a more full lifestyle once you have developed one of those illnesses. Um, But prevention of it all, of course, is the important part. Okay. I just see the adult children suddenly cut mom off of sugar when she's mid-stage Alzheimer's, and it's like, it's just, no, it's too late. Right. The point that we need to hang on tight to Mm -hmm. is one of the serious risk factors, and we learn this through um, the work of Drs. Dean and Aisha Shirzai at Loma Linda University, and that will become very significant in a minute. But one of the key factors to control is stress. 
So if we take away those things that mom loves to eat and she will only eat and cause stress and distress in doing that, now we've got a real issue. If we can, for example, take away the frosted sugar cookie Mm -hmm. and replace it with a date, which is extremely sweet, if she will accept that, that's a win. Right. right. But if we take away that frosted sugar cookie and she goes into an hour's worth of distressed behavior, who's winning? The key, too, is always dignity and keeping someone as independent as possible. Perfect. Right. All right. So let's move on to what we can do to prevent uh, dementia-related illnesses. Where, where are we going to start? Okay. Um, keep me in track because you know I'll talk for an hour if you don't <laughs> keep, me, keep me under control. But we start by recognizing, and this is something that our listeners might want to look up on their own, okay. Something rec- recognizing something we call the blue zones. And that was um, discovered that's five areas in the globe where longevity is significantly increased and the development, the experience, Experience of Alzheimer's disease and other dementias is seriously decreased, is significantly decreased. So what's going on there? So you might want to do a little research there and look at what are the power of nine. Those are the nine factors that are across those five places in, in the globe. The United States at Loma Linda has one of the blue zones. Um, Greece has one, Sardinia, Costa Rica and Okinawa, Japan. And we've learned something significant from all of those areas in commonalities. Wow. Okay. So based on that, um, and I'm being very simplistic here, Drs. Dean and Aisha Shirzai, because they also had Alzheimer's disease in their family, said, let, let, let's get some science behind what we're learning anecdotally here. And so for about 20 years now, they've been studying this, and they've come up with something that is called the Neuro Plan, N-E-U-R-O. And yes, it um, evolves with mm-hmm. learning new things, because we learn new things all the time. The more we know, the more we can ask better questions, right? right. And in a very basic, quick nutshell, that acronym, st- acronym stands for N, nutrition, E, exercise, U, unwind, or stress reduction, R, restore, or sleep, accurate or quality sleep, and O, optimize our brains, use them. So nutrition, we should really be moving toward a plant-based diet. Uh, if that's not something that you really want to try, at least reduce your intake of animal products and processed food. Okay. Um, Dr. Robert Lustig did an, a lot of research, and he's got a wonderful presentation called Processed Food, the Experiment that Failed, mm. right? So if you're not making it, uh, know what's in it. Okay. Um, exercise, that just simply means move your body more. No, okay. no, no gym memberships, none of that nonsense. Okay. You know, dance in the kitchen. If you've got stairs in your house, go up and down them twice instead of once per, you know, per trip. Right. Um, and here's the, the really interesting thing that I personally liked. You know, we, we used to be told, get up in the morning, do 30 minutes, right? And you're good. That's not being sustained by um, what we're learning now. So it's 10 minutes periodically throughout the day, 10 minutes uh, before breakfast maybe, 10 minutes after lunch, 10 minutes after dinner. So if you break that 30 minutes up throughout the day, you're doing better for your body. 
Really? Yeah. Isn't that nice to know? Yeah. So I can work in 10 minutes. Yeah. So I don't have to get up at 4 a.m. and go to the gym and no, do no. an hour and a half. No, you do not. Oh, I wasn't going to do it anyway, no, but it's yeah. nice to know. <laughs> yeah. And exercise, like dance, swim, walk. Um, if walking, and walking isn't viable for everyone. You know, we mm-hmm. hear that all the time. Well, everyone can walk. Well, no, they can't. Right. You know, there's any number of people in my family that walking is a real challenge, but you can get in a pool. Mm-hmm. right if that's available to you and you can that will take some of the weight off those joints and you can walk back and forth so there's lots of ways to move your body more even sitting in a chair move your body more chair exercise is valuable okay okay right. um and then unwind stress is a killer no simple way to say it no polite way to say it um it's very complex but if you have unrelieved chronic stress in your life due to something you cannot control, you've got to find a way to change your response to it because it's killing you. Um, Lots and lots and lots of clinical information behind that. And again, I'll leave it to our listeners to do a little research and say, what is she talking about? What do you mean stress is a killer? It is. Right. Mm. So we need to have ways to reduce that stress, get it out of our lives or at least get it contained to where we are not responding to it um, with that cortisol pumping out of our adrenal glands all day. All right. Just explain that. Okay. The cortisol and the adrenal right, glands. Right. When we experience stress, we're expect, experiencing anxiety at some level, right? And that's mm-hmm. adrenaline. Uh, the, the adrenal glands sit on top of our kidneys, and they pump out cortisol. Cortisol is a hormone that can negatively, in great amounts, can negatively affect our bodies, causing inflammation, causing all other sorts of problems. And inflammation is one of the four primary factors we must control to reduce our risk. Okay. All right. So it's all kind of caught up. It all works together. So mm-hmm. that inflammation, I hear that a lot. Is that inflammation of the muscles, the heart, or just everything in your body? Yes. Everything in your body. It's inflammation, when, okay. we, when we cut our finger and get a little red mark and our body rushes to heal it, we aren't talking about that kind of inflammation. Okay. That's well, normal. Right. That's normal. That's what the body should do. We're talking about the inflammation that, again, is chronic. It causes muscle stiffness. It causes brain issues. Um, it causes all kinds of problems. So we absolutely have to get that inflammation under control. And one of the ways of doing it is to control that stress. Another way of doing it is get rid of sugar. But I didn't say that. <laughs> I knew that was coming. You knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and give me, do you know the other two um, to reduce inflammation? Is eating a plant-based diet and eating non-processed foods. Those oh. all contribute to inflammation, right? Okay, so they work in with our right. neuro plan. Yeah, absolutely. All right, absolutely. so we've done nutrition, exercise, and unwind, mm-hmm. which is the stress reduction. We're going to get to the R and the O of the neuro right after this message. Senior Helpers is the only home care agency offering a revolutionary new way to approach senior care the Life Profile Assessment. This data-based app is a crucial tool in helping seniors age safely and successfully at home. Combined with our proven in-home care programs and trained caregivers, the Senior Helpers Life Profile is leading the way to better outcomes for our clients. For more information, log on to seniorhelpers.com. All right, we're back. 
We're talking with Edith today, my co-host, who's now our expert today. And uh, this is something you're so passionate about, preventing Alzheimer's and dementia-related diseases. So you've been talking about Drs. Dean and Aisha Sherzai. Yes. I got that right. At Luma? No. Loma. Loma Linda University. See, I just haven't heard of that one. I'm getting used to it. And they've come up with the neuro plan to reduce the chances that we would get one of these brain diseases. So neuro is an acronym, nutrition, exercise, and unwind we've gone through. So what's the R? R is restore. We restore our bodies. We restore our cognitive function through sleep, right? Um, A healthy amount of sleep, the sleep we should be aiming for is seven I, I kind of wince a little when I say that six mm-hmm. to eight, but seven is the ideal, seven consecutive hours in a 24-hour period. And I put it that way because some people work nights, right, and they right. sleep during the day. While we're sleeping, and if, if those of us who remember Pac-Man, if you can picture those <laughs> little Pac-Man mm-hmm. characters, right, while we are sleeping, a good sleep, not that tossing and turning and sleep apnea affected, you know, mm-hmm. not deep sleep, those little glial cells literally come out and clear the brain. All right, it's called the glymphatic system, something we're just learning about less than 10 years knowledge based on that, but it's very powerful, very important that we get that good sleep. If we're sleeping more than that and we're over mm, 55 or so, then you're going to want to um, talk to your doc about having some cardiac checks done. If you're a teenager, don't worry about it too much because we know our teens, they can, you know, they can sleep for 18 hours sometimes. (laughs) But um, the average adult needs seven consecutive hours to allow the body's natural processes to take effect and, again, to clear the brain. Clear the brain of what? I say the detritus of every day. When when our brains work, it does give off little bits and pieces of, of cells, of things that need to be cleared out. One of the important things to remember is it clears out amyloid. And oh. we know that beta amyloid is part and parcel of the clinical diagnosis for Alzheimer's disease. Right. Beta amyloid plaques, right? Right. So if you're confused about that, I'm going to reroute you to episode two where we talk all about Alzheimer's disease and you'll you'll learn about the amyloid plaques there. So I, I love that your brain gathers the garbage and takes out the trash with a good solid seven hours of sleep. The older I get, the more I, <laughs> I crave those seven hours in a row, but you know, maybe I can tell my brain to stop worrying and let's uh, unwind and let the the garbage man come to my brain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was um, participating in a seminar and there were some um, very knowledgeable sleep experts. And one of the things that one of those physicians said was everybody can get a better night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Don't leave it to chance. Don't just say, oh gosh, I hope I get a good night's sleep tonight. Uh, Look at what's not working well and do something about it. Use white noise. um, Stop drinking caffeine, whatever works for you. Consider a sleep study. Consider a sleep Mm -hmm. study because those can tell you a lot too. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to end up on a CPAP machine. No, no, it does not. So NEURO, that's uh, the acronym we're going through. Nutrition, exercise, unwind. We just covered restore and optimize. Optimize. Optimize that brain. 
our brains like patterns, our brains like routine, and we know that when we're working with someone who's living with Alzheimer's disease, we, we foster that, right? Mm -hmm. But our brains are neuroplastic. Neuroplasticity is incredibly powerful to keeping that brain healthy. Um, you'll hear the term brain density sometime. And what that means is that someone has used their brain in new and different ways to accomplish the same task. It can be as simple as if you're going to the grocery store that you've always gone to, go to a different one. Um, go a different way to that grocery store, go in that grocery store and do a different route through it, right? If you always start in the produce, start in the frozen food section what have you. Um, new and different ways to those things you do regularly. But the really powerful, important thing, learn something new. We, we aren't going to relearn high school French, those of us that took sure. it in high school. Okay. <laughs> We're going to learn a new language. Um, interestingly enough, for native English speakers, the foreign language easiest to learn is Norwegian. I was really astonished to find that out. But learn a new language. Um, for those of us who do not know how to knit or crochet, uh, really do try taking that on because it's complex. You have to learn a schematics. You have to learn all muscles, or excuse me, finger, um, what am I trying to You're say? You're manipulating yes, your fingers. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That kind of stuff. Um, learn to play a musical instrument. Not the recorder because we all had to do that in third grade. <laughs> but it can be something as simple as the ukulele. Right, oh, okay. which is, and you're not looking to be concert pianist, but you're learning uh, something new. Learn the scales, learn the notes, um, anything that's new to you. Learn it. Okay, so let's go through the neuro and think of. We've got five things, five simple things that we may be able to do today. Um, nutrition. Maybe take one of the Impossible Burgers for lunch instead of the... Right. Move, move, move toward a plant-based right. diet. Don't go home and throw everything away. That's not this point. Right. Start with one meatless meal or one non-animal product meal. Okay. Right? Okay. Gotcha. And then exercise. Move your body more. Move Whatever your body you're doing, more. do more of it. All right. And if you're sitting, do more leg exercises or something. All right. Mm -hmm. Stretch whatever you yeah. need to do. Yeah. Okay, unwind. What's something we can do today? We can learn the benefit of this little exercise. It calms the amygdala. Breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth three times. That's the simplest form. You'll hear all kinds of people um, proffering, well, hold it for eight seconds, and, and all of that works. But the simplest is breathe in, breathe out. That's it. Do it three times, and you will physically feel your body calming. You'll feel that amygdala calming because that's your fright, flight, or fight control center of the brain. So, you know, if that driver ahead of you is poking 35 miles an hour in a 60, yes. try the three deep breaths. All right. And try again. Yes, try. <laughs> Keep doing it until it works, right? Okay. So that is one way. Another way is to look very hard at what is causing that stress and ask yourself privately and honestly, can I remove this from my life, the stressor? Mm. Be surprised. The answer may be yes. Wow. Love that. All right. So a good night of sleep tonight. What's one tip we can put into action tonight? Make sure you only do the two S's in that room. Sleep is one. 
The other one is a three-letter word that ends in X. I think we can Okay, say you can that. figure that out. Can we Sex. say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was running George Carlin through my brain, and I couldn't remember. But yeah, really and sincerely, keep blue lights out of your bedroom, especially when you're trying to sleep. That's your telephones. Turn them over. Um, if you need an alarm clock, make sure it's one of those old-fashioned types that, you know, ring-a-dings instead of flashes blue light. Get the TV out. And I know I can hear everybody out there going, yeah, that's oh, not going to happen. Yeah. Get it. If you want to improve your sleep, protect your brain. Get that television out of that bedroom. Um, some sleep specialists actually put on yellow-lensed glasses in the evening, when the evening starts uh, coming to dusk, mm -hmm. to start filtering out those blue lights and preparing that brain to get ready to sleep. Wow. Right. So look at what's going on. Um, get use the bedroom for just those two things. And if we wanted to add one more, make sure that bed is just wonderfully comfortable, good pillows, mm -hmm. good sheets, and just make it a real haven. Yeah, because your body needs to relax and your brain mm -hmm. needs to uh, get the mm -hmm. garbage out. Mm -hmm. All right. And then optimize. What's one thing we can do? Pick one thing and learn something new. It doesn't have to be that language um, right now, but just uh, go a new way. Go a new way to work to where you go all the time. Uh, walk a different trail if you're walking. You know, if you're walking a different path, you walk around the block. Turn around and go the other way, right? Or, you know, listen to an episode of Informed Aging. That's right. You get, yes. you get credit today yes. if you've yes. listened for making you your brain better. You do, because you're learning something new. One thing that is not yet incorporated um, acronym-wise into the neuro plan, but it is emerging science, is the power of meditation. Mm -hmm. And meditation does any number of good things for our brains and our bodies. So back to I'm not sleeping so well, meditation may actually be able to help you do that. So within the neuro plan, put a little um, comma plus learn to meditate. Okay. All right. So Edith, I know, of course, you work for the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center you guys offer a class on these concepts? We do. We developed a program called CORE, Controlling Our Risk Every Day. Our risk of what? Developing Alzheimer's disease. And it covers in excruciating detail the <laughs> neuro plan and the, the concepts that are science-based that the Shurzais have taught us. And also um, goes into depth a little more with regard to meditation, which they also support. Okay. So that you can find out more. It's called CORE? CORE. C-O-R-E. Yep. Okay. And it's on adrccares.org. You can find out when the next um, class starts up, correct? Right. Yes. It's a four-week, two hours a week. I'm calling it a mini-series, right? Okay. All right. Thanks so much, Edith. I always love to pick your brain. <laughs> so please make sure to subscribe to our podcast because you know it's good for your brain. It's called Informed Aging. Tell your family and friends about us. You want to find us on Instagram and Twitter. It's informed underscore aging and facebook.com slash informed aging. If you need to reach us, email informedagingpodcast at gmail.com. Today's episode was recorded at Digital Broadcasting's podcast studio. That's all for now. We're looking forward to our next visit.